Support for this podcast comes from Goodman. Goodman Manufacturing Company produces a complete line of refreshingly affordable air conditioning and heating equipment. Goodman is a member of the world's largest HVAC manufacturer, Daikin Industries. For more information, go to www.goodmanmfg.com. Well, I explained to my guys, I said, I don't want you to sell. Exactly. Because if you try to sell somebody something, right. they're not going to buy. Right. I want you to show the customers and just inform them. Right. And then give them the option and let them make an informed decision on whatever you're trying to. I said, I don't want you out here trying to push people or trying to sell anything. Exactly. And they didn't want to do that. Exactly, exactly. But they picked up on that. That they they understood what you were explaining, and they didn't they didn't push back too much. No, not at all. I, as a matter of fact, one tech that worked for me, Sam, he's been with me for about ten years. He said, "I want to go back to every house that I ever did a service call in because I feel like I did the homeowners wrong." Oh wow! Holy cow! So he is all bought in. He bought in one hundred percent. That's was great. Like, I feel like I was wrong because I would go in and just fix the problem right. and not check anything else for right. Me. Welcome to the Successful Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. Hey there, podcast listeners. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I love what I do working with SGI. It's because our members are so inspiring. They're determined men and women who aren't afraid of change and are willing to change for their own betterment but also the betterment of their teams and their community. What truly inspires me is to see new members jump into the SGI system, both feet first, and see immediate results because it is possible with the right mindset and work ethic. Today, I'm talking to still a relatively new member who's demonstrated that great things can happen with great effort and will. I'm talking about Glenn Oswald of Colonial Electrical Services in Yorktown, Virginia. Glenn joined SGI a little bit more than 18 months ago. In that time, He's drastically changed his business in almost every way imaginable, as you will hear. And his team is bought in as well. Glenn's making more money at a better margin, and he's no longer chasing the dollars he used to earn from general contractors. Glenn's proof that self-starting individuals with some guidance and direction can make immediate improvements to their business and life utilizing the SGI model. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Glenn and pick up another or two. Well, Glenn, thank you so much for being here. I'm very excited to get a chance to talk with you. Uh, can you kind of share with everyone your name, your company name, and uh, where you're located? I'm Glenn Oswald with Colonial Electrical Services, and we're out of Yorktown, Virginia. Very good, very good. And uh, can you kind of share with everyone what's your company look like? What kind of uh, employee makeup do you have? We have about 15 techs in the field. They do. It's a mix of some commercial, mm-hmm. but we've pushed. Over 50% of them now are doing residential service. Right, right. So you've only been with, with SGI for those listening, seeing this for, for 18 months or so, right? And you yeah. were all commercial at that point, right? So it's been, or mostly. We had two techs doing residential. Okay. So it's been a big transition for you guys. Yes. And I know you've been very busy in implementing the model, talking with Sonia and, and some other folks. You've been, you've had a lot going on, especially <laughs> with the whole COVID thing too. Um, before we get into the, the nitty gritty of, of all the, the change you've been doing, I always like to dig into people's stories and figure out how they, they got into this crazy business. So uh, how did you get in the trade? My father was an electrician. Okay. And, but he never would go in business for himself. Really? He always worked for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I tried to talk him into going into business together. And when I went into business, he was kind of like, oh, you're a joke. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he passed away. He's not here. He's never oh. actually seen me be 
as successful as we are. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of bothers me over that. Well, yeah. Was he always, was he in residential or was he in commercial? He was actually in commercial. He was in commercial. Yeah. Okay. Well, so when, uh, so, so I guess he just grew up maybe riding shotgun with him on, on calls and stuff like that? I actually, yeah, I've helped him several times yeah. and he would do, do stuff for people on the you know, sure. side work. Sure. With, for sure. So how? So when? Uh, so who did you work for his company then for a while? Or? No, actually, I didn't. I uh, I went to the union for a while. Okay. Okay. And went through the union apprenticeship. All right. Very good. And then you decided uh, at some point you wanted to do this on your own. Yeah. What? What? Where was the entrepreneurial spirit? Where'd that come from? I don't, I've always always wanted to own my own, be my own. Okay. It's uh, just always been. Okay. When did you open up? Uh, I've had a couple partners. Oh, okay. That, but no, we've been in business under this name for the last 12 years. Okay, 12 years, very good. And and Colonial, I guess that's because of just the region you're at. It, yeah. it just it seemed like it, it would yeah. work well, yeah. right? Okay, okay. So talk about, so 12 years you've been in business, um, mostly, you know, commercial. You said you did some construction before too? We did, when we first got in business, we did whatever we could do to make a dollar. Right, right. New homes, it didn't matter. And then we found out new homes were not worth There was no money. dollars there. There was no money in there. <laughs> right. And we found a niche in medical commercial. Okay. So okay. we were doing medical commercial and a little bit of residential service. Yeah. I knew that was a good market, but sure. I didn't know how to capture the market. Right, right, right. So, but for 12 years, I mean, you're, you're probably making some money. I mean, it sounds like there was a lot of headaches, though. There was a lot of headaches. Mm -hmm. Just trying to, there's slim margins. What were some of the issues? Uh, getting paid. Mm -hmm. Getting paid. Sure. Living contractors, that's the biggest. And they, general contractors make you jump through hoops all the time. Right, right. And, and don't want to pay you for the inconvenience. Sure, sure. So you're like, okay. There's got to be something else. So did, you know, you, you join SGI. Did we find you or did you find us? It's funny. Eric Upton came to my office oh. and told me, I, I saw him last night and I uh, thanked him. Came to my office and told me, you've got a problem with this, you've got a problem with this, and you've got a problem with this. I said, I do. He said, I've got the solution for it. Is that right? And I was like, well, I'd be stupid not to let you talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. So you, you, so you go to a profit day. We went to a profit day. And you were, you, were you ready to join before you even got there? I hear the story. Sometimes people are like, I know what it is. I know I needed some. Other people are like, ah, I don't really know so much. I'm a, I'll be completely honest. We went yeah. to profit day. My wife and I went to profit day. We signed up. Mm -hmm. We're a little leery. Yeah. Flew to Texas for EP. Yeah. Sitting in the hotel in the t before we'd ever gone to EP the night before. And we're going, I hope we didn't sign up for like one of these condo scams or something like this. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You're locked in forever. You I'm can like, never leave. I'm like, I don't know what we signed up for, but I'm, I'm, we were, like I said, we were at EP having cold feet. Sure, sure. It's and, a lot. Uh, after we got out of EP, I was like, this is just the way to go. Oh, good. So you did stick through the first. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me you flew back home no, and then got no. talked and coming back again. No, after we went through EP and they gave us the price book, and when they first handed me my first price book, I said, I didn't come here and pay all this to get the same amount of money. We need a... A bigger one. Oh, well, good. Yeah. So you were charging not terribly then. Yeah. We, I was like, I want a higher price book. Good. Nice. Okay. Okay. So well, yeah, let's dig into, into EP a little bit. So you're ready for a higher price book. What are you know two or three things you recognize right away? That you needed to do when you get when you got back. Well, I was I was the service fee, and I was like, nobody's ever going to pay that. Right, right. Nobody's ever going to pay that. Yeah. And then when we came back, we implemented the service fee. They were paying that. Mm -hmm. And I have a service manager, and he was like, 
these people calling wanting the same day are killing us. So we went mm. to a $129 same day service fee. Right. So if you call that day, we're 69 normally, and 129 if you call that day and want somebody that day. Yeah. And they pay it. I was yeah. just amazed. I was right. floored. Convenience. It's convenience. So who was uh, who was handling the phones for you then? I actually went with CallPoint. You went with CallPoint. Okay, yeah. very good. So they know the scripting, and and that takes that burden off you. So they you know and they're just booking, you know, hundred. We said 129 for the same day. Same day, 69 for a scheduled appointment. 129, 249 for after hours and weekends. That's great. So that so boom, service fee immediately. Your service fee immediately. <laughs> That's great. Okay. I never thought they would pay it, and then we played with it. Yeah lowered it down some and the calls were just it was like no different clientele don't ever change the service fee yeah that's interesting i know that's a big thing a lot of guys they struggle with because i mean like it's a lot of money but people pay for convenience um so what so what were some of the other big changes you, we talked before we start recording about uniforms and oh, some reluctance when we that. were in ep i was i was dead set i was like my trucks are wrapped yeah it, it was a black and white logo uh-huh and I said, they're wrapped. They're not wrapped, they're lettered. Okay. They look good. Yeah. I'm never changing that. Yeah. Well, after looking at everybody and talking to everybody, now I've got fully wrapped trucks. <laughs> and then uh, my guys, I, they said, oh, you need to put your guys in uniforms. And I was like, oh, I've got nice t-shirts. Right. But once we put them in uniforms, the morale boost it gave them and the way they, they felt more professional about it all. That's great. So they bought into it right away. Some of them, I had a trouble with a few. Few, sure, and sure. It, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, but that's great. There was no upheaval. You know, I've heard of that story before where everyone's like, this is crazy. So yeah. you had, sounds like some pretty good guys that, that were on, on staff at that point, or still do, right? So yeah. you, didn't have, you didn't have a huge turnover. We, or some. We had probably about 30%. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's not, that's, I've heard, again, the whole but, tech, tech room leave, so. But I mean, we changed a lot really quick. Right, right, for sure. So okay, so we got uniforms, floor savers. I'm sure, mm -hmm. right, right. Do you guys do mats or? Oh or, yeah, I had masks imprinted with the company logo on them. Yeah, all. yeah, very the nice. Hand sanitizers. The yeah, but little like mats, like around the work areas. Oh, I they've got the little red mat to roll out at yeah. the front door. I was, when they I heard it. that idea, I was like, that's I've got to have that. Right. I mean, it's just an immediate impression, right? Um, very good. How about like guarantees and stuff like that? Did you, I mean, did you always, kind of, I'm sure you always stood by your work, but did you have stuff printed? Like, you know, these are the certain guarantees and warranties we offer? No, we didn't have anything printed. Okay. And so. that, the book, the book made all the difference in the mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. So you got the guys. So you said immediately, I need the higher price guys. So did you, I, could, I guess you got the, the file from us and got it printed up? Yep. Okay. Did you do much tinkering with it inside at first? A funny story. The first price guide I did, I changed like two prices for permits. Okay. Stuck my company logo on the cover of it, printed it. Yeah. I'm not gonna stick around. I'm not. I'm, they say this works. I'm right. going with what they say works. Right. So did you run those first calls, or did you have what your guys run run it and try it first? I. I we all kind of did one. Yeah. And I, the first call I ever did, well, I popped like forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> And, and so I told my guys, I said, look, I, I went out and did 4,500. I mean, you, it's, it works. Yeah, right. That's great. It, it works. Yeah. Did, now, did you go on any training or anything? Or did you just say, hey, I'm just going to give it a shot? We did. I quickly realized that the key to it is training the guys. Right. So while the price guides were being printed. Yeah. And we were working on all the paperwork, proofs and all that. Yeah. We logged in the hub mm -hmm. and started playing video. I 
30 minutes every morning we do with them every day. Great. Yeah. And you have this is a lot of change. So you got to really work on it. So they watched all these videos and they've watched them all to where they can, they, they can recite it word for word that's as it plays. Hilarious. Yeah. Because they've seen them so many times. Yeah. Yeah. But that's great. They're on board though. They're willing to, to, to do that and everything. So uh, now you said you're getting things printed up, I guess, was the inspections and stuff like that. Did you start doing that right away? Yeah. Okay. Very good. And they were on board with that. They were willing to, to do the inspection. That's the thing that's kind of hard sometimes. I, I, I got it. I grabbed it all really quick and yeah. I explained to them, I said, you do the inspection to build the ticket sure. to give them the options. Yeah. And my guys took to it and they found that 60% of the GFCIs they tested were bad. Yeah, sure. Yeah, smoke detectors bad or wired old. wrong. Yeah, which would still be bad, need to be replaced. Absolutely. And the smoke detectors. Mm -hmm. So we sell tons of smoke detectors and GFIs. Right, right. And I guess what your guys just explained to homeowners. I didn't know it until I, because I'm not a tradesperson, until I got into this. They have a, they have a, a, you know, shelf life. I just figured they're there forever, right? It's ten years. Homeowners don't know that, you know, and no. that's what it's part of the education process. Well, I explained to my guys, I said, I don't want you to sell. Exactly. Because if you try to sell somebody something, right. they're not going to buy it. Right. I want you to show the customers and just inform them. Right. And then give them the option and let them make an informed decision on whatever you're trying to. I said, I don't want you out here trying to push people or trying to sell anything. Exactly. And they didn't want to do that. Exactly. Exactly. But they picked up on that. That they they understood what you were explaining, and then they didn't they didn't push back too much. No, not at all. I, as a matter of fact, one tech that worked for me, Sam, he's been with me for about ten years. He said, "I want to go back to every house that I ever did a service call in because I feel like I did the homeowners wrong." Oh wow! Holy cow! So he is all bought in. He bought in one hundred percent. That's was great. Like, I feel like I was wrong because I would go in and just fix the problem right. and not check anything else for right. Support for this podcast comes from A.O. Smith. For millions of consumers, business owners, property managers, and engineers worldwide, A.O. Smith has delivered innovative hot water solutions for over 70 years. Visit www.hotwater.com contractor to see why becoming an A.O. Smith contractor can help you find new ways to connect with both your customers and potential customers and take your business to the next level. Welcome back to the show. In the first half of my conversation with Glenn Oswald of Colonial Electrical Services in Yorktown, Virginia, he shared his journey in contracting and outlined some of the huge changes he made after joining SGI. In the second half of our chat, he'll explain how he's helped educate his team on how to build service tickets. He'll talk about how he keeps his team accountable. He'll share how he's finding eager young people to add as technicians to his team. He'll talk about the exciting future of the business including some new divisions he's recently started and a whole lot more. So let's jump back into the conversation. How about the options? How, did you guys practice building options and stuff like that? How did they, how did that education process? We, we, I, like, we were on the hub mm -hmm. every day. It, there was no, the learning Alliance thing hasn't come out and we're going okay. to join that, but we were on the hub every day playing them. These finding a new video or, yeah. Rebecca Castle, I think, said 400 videos on the Hub, and we've probably watched 400 of them. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so they, they got that. And then, so, now, were, were you looking at tickets as they came in, talk to guys to try and coach them through that? Yeah, because we had, they, they had problems building the tickets correct. Sure, sure. They wanted to do the lowest price option top, and I was like, no. Oh, no, so no, no. they no. had to keep, then I would, I, like, a la carte, like a menu. I was like, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. It's three options. Right. So it took a while to get them to. Right get that built right. Mm -hmm. So you were just looking at the tickets coming? Were, were you having one-on-ones with guys, calling them, or are you just talking about it every morning? You know? Every morning. Every, every morning. morning. 
that's great. Now, did you do like a scoreboard or anything right away? We have not. You've not done that score, yet. Scoreboard. It is drawn and hanging in the room where we. Oh, drained, okay, okay. But we have not started actually no. recording the numbers on it. Okay, so you, yeah, that's that'll be a, another little rocket boost. I think I'm yeah. sure you guys want to get that going. But that's great. Everyone's on board. They're they're looking forward to. Uh, they're changing. They're 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 buying into it. Uh, are you still doing the daily training, or you do have you got it more uh, like a weekly thing now? We do daily. Every day. Is it a huddle or is it really training for 30 minutes every day? It is. It, sometimes we'll cook them breakfast. I went and bought oh, a okay. grill. Good for you. Put it in the shop. And yeah. We, like on a Monday or Friday, because uh, thanks to SGI, I learned on Monday and Fridays, they don't quite learn as good. Yeah. They'll show up and we'll just cook them all breakfast. Yeah. That's great. So what are you making for them? And most of the time, scrambled egg or, or fried egg sandwiches with bacon and cheese. And then make sure I I just make sure to show up on time for those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, so that's great. So you're still training that much, and the guys are, are into it. And there's also value. Everyone's getting together every day, right? So I'm sure it's picked up morale in the company. Yeah, and what I've started doing was reaching out for manufacturer training. Oh, okay, yeah. Because we wore the hub out. Right. Like I said, they they're so sick of the videos from. Yeah. The hub. So I started looking for manufacturer training sure. and we've done some conference calls with different manufacturers okay. and stuff like that. That's good. What is your, what's your, that 30 minutes? So you, you're playing, you're playing a video, but those, they're not all 30 minute videos. What, what else do you talk about? Do you talk about some, the goods and bads from the previous day or, or what, what's yeah, we, that? We'll use it to congratulate them or, yeah. or, or, and I don't call anybody out. We'll go back over. Like if I see some tickets that were wrong, mm -hmm. I'll just go over. This is, you know, some people aren't doing the tickets right. Mm -hmm. This is the way the tickets need to be done and the options need to be laid out. Okay, very good, very good. Uh, you said you did have a little turnover, right? And in this industry, we're always looking for good people, right? Because you want to grow. So what are, you, what are you doing to try and, and find people? Do you have apprentices or, or what, what, are you, what are you putting into place for your career? We actually have some apprentices and you'll think I'm crazy for this. A friend of mine has a, a trade school. Okay. And I started teaching night electrical classes for him. Wow. Okay. That's a commitment. Yeah. How often are you doing that? Two nights a week. Two nights a week. But that's a great way to get in front of people. Have you found some, some leads yet on some I've, young people? I've got some guys that, there's two that are getting ready to graduate and I think I'm going to hire both of them because that's they're, great. I just want to see how they came out because they're the like first two that have finished this class. Yeah. That's exciting. So what made you think to do that? A, like a friend of Friend of mine had the school was starting a school. He did HVAC. Okay. And then he added electrical and plumbing, and so he came to me. He was like, "Look, I'm having a hard time finding a night teacher. Can you help me out with?" So you were just doing it to be helpful. And I was like, "This could work out." Oh, okay, so you put two and two together I was real like, quick. This could work out. I said, "Yeah, I can come help you." Yeah. How long have you been doing that? About a year now. A year. Okay. So not not too terribly long. But no. is that is that like summers too, or is there any breaks there? No, there's breaks. Okay, I was gonna say now you're there's gonna be burnt out. And, and and to be honest too, I also swung a deal with him where I stuck two guys in his school, mm -hmm. and so I don't even take a check. I just it covers their tuition. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Very good. Um, so are, have you had to hire you know licensed electricians or I mean how when, when you've had these few spots that have opened up how, what are those people where, where are you finding those people a bunch of different places finding good help is hard right right hard, for sure hard. that's why I'm asking you yeah, that's <laughs> and I've come to the conclusion of like some people say is is hire for attitude and right. then train to the aptitude up yeah yeah so where are the are they uh, the three guys or so that you've had to bring on? Are they guys that were in residential or commercial that you tried and you saw some personality and said, "Oh, I think you could maybe learn the system." Actually, the one guy he was commercial, and 
he'd always worked. They, we we hired two together. So sometimes I don't get it. Sometimes an electrician's Pairs. two guys want to pair up, and they don't ever want to leave. <laughs> and the guy that he was paired up with was just not a good fit. Oh, okay. But he was always like, I won't say apprentice because he had his license. But yeah, yeah. So. We fi I finally pulled him off to the side. I said, look, you can really do this. Yeah. And you don't need to hang around with him. Right. And I gave him some incentive, and he's just a shooting rocket. Is that right? He, maybe his buddy was kind of just kind of limiting him a little well, bit. His buddy just came in and quit. Is that right? Yeah, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, he's, if you don't want to do if you can't, if you, you know, it's a different system. It's mm -hmm. certainly not showing up and just, you know, turning wrenches, right? It's, it, there's, there's more to it, a lot of communication to it. Yeah. So what's that onboarding look like? So this new guy starts. Uh, does he just ride along with your with, with your other guys for a while? Do you have them sit in the office and watch those videos? Well, we make them watch the videos, mm -hmm. and Jeff and I kind of butt heads over it a lot. <laughs> who's the service manager? Because uh -huh. I'm like, he wants them for like to ride along for a month or, and I'm like, <laughs> if they're not getting it in two weeks, because uh -huh. I saw somebody else from SGI and they're like, no, it's two weeks. Two weeks from the time we hire them to the time we put them in. There's the a lot of all, I've heard lots of different things, but yeah. I mean, oh. if they've got electrical experience. Right. Okay. Okay. Sure. It shouldn't take them a week well, of watching some videos. And you're training every day. I'm sure they're sitting in on those things every are. day. Yeah. 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 Okay. Very good. Um, how do you talk to your team? I mean, do you, do you have, uh, again, you've done a lot in a little bit of time. Uh, we always talk, a hot button topic lately has been performance management where we talk about, you know, We'll sit down with the guys one on one and talk about their development and what you know. Here's some things we can help you with. Have you, do you do that kind of stuff, or is it mostly a group setting at this point? It's mostly a group setting. Call out one on one. We have a problem. Okay, and, problem. but I but there was a lot of insight yesterday and everything that Gus yeah. said. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that, I was going to say there's a lot of value coming to these events. I mean, I, I, you've only been here a day, right? This is your first expo. That's yeah. a crazy thing. So you haven't had it. Have you had a chance to start talking to some of the other fellow members? Oh yeah, I'm a talker. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice. There's lots of great nuggets. You know, it's nice to see what other people are doing in their businesses. And there's always something to pick up, right? Yeah, yeah very cool. Um, oh, you know what I didn't ask you about is you know the financial thing. We always talk about using a daily management essentials report, and we have certain KPIs to measure your company against. We're in the process of starting it. to dig in. My my wife is working on all that and we're uh -huh. trying to switch. We were using a, a management software that we're so we're in the process of switching the service line. Oh are you? Okay. Yeah. Oh that's exciting. Yeah she's she reeled me back on I've been trying to get her to jump in and she's been reeling me back. You're making too many changes. Just give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you have done a lot in, yeah. in a very short period of time. Um, but no, that's I mean that's going to be exciting because once you get that in, you know, you know every day where your numbers are, you know, can mm -hmm. tweak. But you're you're you know you're a good sized company, but not big enough. You can still are able to review tickets and I see when every ticket things every are. morning. Right, right. They, you, they turn in all the tickets from the day before, and I still we have iPads for dispatch, but mm -hmm. I still love paper. Yeah, yeah. So they bring it. They have to write everything on paper. I take all the paper tickets in the morning. I sit down and review them all. Sure, sure. Oh, I totally understand. Um, what, have you have you tweaked any kind of marketing yet? I mean, obviously you wrap the vans in the trucks. That's a big investment, right? Um, and that's a huge marketing vehicle, huge. right there. To, to, oh, <laughs> so no much. pun intended, but yeah. Oh, we went. I, well, the website I had was junk. Oh, okay. So I went to the marketing type guys, worked with them because uh -huh. that was before the placement. New, yeah, placement sure. SEO. We tweaked a, a really. They built me an awesome website. I love it. Okay. Okay. Um, then they started with the SEO, which I didn't do any of that. Okay. So there's been a lot. 
Okay. Has that been your main source for, for new leads? Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, yeah. That, the trucks. Right, right. We get a lot of calls from the trucks because our trucks are really loud. Yeah. Oh, are they? <laughs> yes. What are the colors? I don't know that I've seen them. Yellow and blue with Paul Revere holding a light bulb on the side. Oh, wow. So but you can't miss those things. Mm -hmm. And the hoods say the servicemen are coming, the servicemen are coming. Is that right? <laughs> yes. That's great. That's great. Now, did you just come up with it yourself? or The, the hood, Jeff and I, the service manager, came up with it. The actual wrap itself, I went on the SGI Facebook page, uh -huh. posted a picture of my lettered van, told him I had bought some new vans, mm -hmm. and I needed to wrap them. And it's actually, I took all the ideas that came back from them on the Facebook SGI electric. Yeah. Took them to a graphic artist. He came up with that. I posted it back on the, the Facebook thing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. And I had one member send me a picture of the Paul Revere statue. And oh, nice. So, and when I posted them back, everybody was like, that is it. You've <laughs> got to do it. So they're yellow with, and they really stand out. So that's been, is that, have you really noticed the jump in calls and stuff from? We from get there? people who call because just strictly because they say, we saw your truck. truck right. Because that's a big challenge to me. I mean, I, and I think that's a, something a lot of guys struggle when they come. It's like, okay, I'm all commercial and you're telling me they need to start this new division basically and get away from something I've been doing. And now I, you know, and you've done, so you were doing some residential before, so it wasn't completely new, but still that's a, that's a big change, right? And where do you find all these new calls at? So it just sounds like you did the wraps, you did some, some online stuff and you've been staying busy, right? Yeah. That's oh, great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. We're, we're comfortable if we book out too far, when we start getting booked out too far, we see a lot of cancellations. Okay. So we're comfortable right now. Everybody has something to do every day. Yeah. And we still get a couple cancellations because we're too far out. Sure, sure. Who's doing your dispatching? Uh, Jeff does all the dispatching. Okay, very good. So he knows what guys are good and what kind of jobs, yeah. and he's got that all. He's got the dispatching for profits figured out. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so you you've done a lot in in just eighteen months. Uh, but I'm sure you sound like like the type of guy to me that have a lot of big aspirations and things you still want to do. So what do you see the next, you know, next year, next oh, five I, years? I just signed up for ASI. I, so I thought I saw that yeah, in the database. Yeah, okay. I just signed up for ASI because of COVID, the resorts where we live laid off all, all their maintenance people. Oh, So okay. I picked up a couple HVAC techs that were from the resort industry. So okay. they have the HVAC experience and have the customer skill set, but they didn't ever have to charge them. Right. So we've got to teach them to charge them and also to get them out of the mindset of just get the unit going and look at it as a whole. Right, right, right. But so when did that start? When did you launch officially? We joined probably about 30 days ago. 30 days ago. So have you started uh, started calling your your electrical database yet? To... We had Minuteman Press do a flyer. Okay. Okay. out to all our customers. Great. And the calls have started to pick up for that. And we're not really pushing it because my guys need some more time. more time to get right. Who's uh, who's going to sell for you? Are you going to uh, is your service manager? Or are you going to? I'm sell? I'm going to. I've got one guy in mind. Okay. That came from there with that came in with the resort to run that side. Okay. But for the meantime, I'm working with him. Okay. Him and I are working together, and I my my goal is to make him the service manager. Okay. No, but this, who's going to run all your lead? Like the sales? Who's going to sell sell the equipment for you? Oh, well, for now, it's going to be him and myself. Okay. Very good. Have you have you looked at? Are you going to try and adopt the airtime sales model, or do you have something? Oh, in mind? I, I you know this funny thing is I printed. I'm a believer in the book. Yeah. The straightforward price guide. I, I believe I don't care if you gave me whatever book. I don't care what number book. Yeah. My guys will sell it. 
Yeah. I don't, the price doesn't matter. That's great. Yeah. I ordered my airtime book. I'm in a 250 electrical book. So mm -hmm. I ordered a 250 airtime book thinking, oh, well. Yeah. And I feel like I made a mistake. I'm getting ready to go back and either get a 300 or a 350. I love, just because you're just, the guy, people are just saying, yep, no problem. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, feel the prices are too low. Yeah. I, good for you. To me, that's the biggest thing I find with members is getting that mindset in the right place that, hey, I'm worth this money, right? Because you guys are skilled tradesmen. You're, you're showing up on time. You're backing up your work. You, you're worth what you, you should get that, that amount of money. So Well, we already, in the 18 months, we joined. They gave me a one-something book. I left the EP with a 239. Okay. And in January, I went to a 250. Okay. Intellectual. Yeah, yeah. So you just were like, you just were like, we need to keep going. You yeah. Know? Uh, they, they say raise the prices every year, so. Right. Yeah, that's true. At least at least once. At least once. So the margins have been, been really good on the residential mm -hmm. business? That's exciting. That's exciting. So, okay. So HVAC, and then, so you're just going to, that's your, you know, you, you've just got a lot on your hands oh, trying to grow these two businesses. Well, I've got my state license already to do plumbing also. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So you got some, some big, yeah, big plans. I've got, I've got big, big plans. I love it. That's great. Well, wonderful. Glenn, I really appreciate your time. This has been, been really exciting learning uh, your story and hearing about, you know, what you've done and where you're heading. So I, I appreciate it. And thanks for sitting down and talking with us. Thank you for having me. All right, buddy. Thank you. That's Glenn Oswald of Colonial Electrical Services, now Colonial Home Services in Yorktown, Virginia. Thanks for listening to the show. If you feel like you have a great story worth sharing that would also help other contractors, email me at bhouchen at yoursgi.com. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a rating. And remember, friends give fives. You've been listening to the Successful Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International. Support for this podcast comes from Schneider Graphics. Schneider Graphics delivers the combination of premium 3M vinyl, a nationwide network of 3M certified graphic installers, and over 25 years of unmatched customer service in the commercial vehicle wrap industry. It's truly one of the most economical and effective advertising mediums. On average, the cost of a vehicle wrap is only 46 cents per 1,000 impressions. For more information, go to schneidergraphics.com. The Successful Contractor Podcast is a part of the Success Group International family. SGI is the largest member-owned best practices organization for independent residential services contractors. SGI provides its members a competitive edge through proven proprietary management tools and expertise, marketing programs, training, and group buying power, along with a highly active and eager-to-help membership. For more information about Success Group International, visit www yoursgi.com. The Successful Contractor Podcast is a production of the Aquila Investment Group, LLC, All Rights Reserved 2020.